1: Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life, it's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen.
0: Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie. And it's time for June's Mental Health Check, and this month, we need to talk about grit, period. Mm-hmm. Do you have it? What is it? Why is it important? Let's fucking talk about it.
1: Grit, do you have it, motherfucker? Um, <laughs> in the words of Samuel L. Jackson, which not really, but I don't remember what he yeah. says, but he always ends every sentence with motherfucker, and that's why he's one of my favorites. But anyway, I read an article in Forbes not too long ago, and sometimes when you read Forbes, they are the like the fucking lieges of the hot take, um, yeah. but this article was actually really good, and it was talking about grit. Um, the link will be attached, like always, in the show notes if you want to check it out for yourself. They had a five-question quiz, so we're going to quiz you. Do you have grit?
0: So question number one, how's your courage? Um, It's hard to quantify, but apparently it is proportional to your level of grit. Uh, Mostly what they're talking about is your ability to manage fear of failure, because that's the first thing that will sink your ship of success. Mm -hmm. absolutely can testify (laughs) Uh, to that uh Uh, people with grit understand that there are valuable lessons though that come with failure also have learned that yes um and that the ability to deal with it is needed for high achievement
1: it is um like it's a requirement it is a requirement um it's it takes a lot of fucking up and falling down before you succeed at something Mm -hmm. um you can ask anybody that is like the head of their field or, you know, even mediocre at what they do. How many times they have failed trying to get to where they are now? Mm. My God, how many times have I applied for jobs that I didn't even fucking get answers to? Yeah. Uh, hundreds? I don't know. Like, how many times did I show up to interviews at radio stations to be told after the interview, that's great, you had a good interview, you're just not what we're looking for. That's life. Yep. Sometimes, shit blows up in your face. Sometimes, it just doesn't work all together. Like, yep. Sometimes you piss it down your leg. How many fucking
0: (laughs) diets did you have to go on? I'm speaking about myself specifically. I I was thinking about this when I was driving to work the other day. I'm like, gosh, I don't fucking miss that. Mm -hmm. But I had to fail at a lot of those things to understand what works for me.
1: Yes. You're never going to figure out what works until you understand what didn't work first. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're going to get lucky and have success on the first try, but it's not always going to be like that. And when it's not like that, this is where grit comes into play. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But the second question, what about conscientiousness? Mm -hmm. Um, So there are five core personality traits that everyone has, but they all come in different flavors and like proportions. They're called the big five. Mm -hmm. Openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and the neurotic. (laughs) Hello from the neurotic. Hello. Um, But each one has an opposite, like each one has an opposite and human personalities are a cocktail of all of these five traits but at different amounts. So how much conscientiousness do you have?
0: Yes. And just to define it, conscientiousness is the one trait that is cl- most closely related to grit. So why? Because it means that you're very careful, you're meticulous, if you will. And someone that's achievement oriented usually tries to do a good job or does their assigned tasks, a.k.a. their bitch work. I mean, I'm very much one of those fucking people. Mm-hmm. I We use Asana at work and I am the Asana queen. I'm not only the podcast queen, <laughs> I'm the Asana queen. Because I need those things to make me continue to be meticulous. Um, If you've got grit, then you know it's important to give your whole ass instead of just fucking part of it and showing up for the bare minimum. I mean, yeah, the bar should be up here, not in hell.
1: Yeah, yeah. You need to strive for something. Um, and I feel like if you want to be successful, not just at life, but in anything, you need to understand that you're always going to have to hold yourself to a higher and higher level as mm-hmm. time goes on. Yep. That's just how it is. Well, because
0: you also evolve yes. as a person. And as you evolve, the bar just gets higher and higher and higher.
1: Yeah. Again, don't be Coop and Reamer from fucking Basketball. <laughs> hey, you guys haven't changed since high school. Cool. <laughs> no, yeah, no. It's not. <laughs> like, Please, God, no. We not I only want to be that person. We not only want you to know that you're allowed to grow, but you should grow. Yes, (laughs) a thousand percent. It's it's normal. It's hard sometimes, but you need to do it. Yes. Um, Are you good at making long-term goals and following through with them? That's the third question. Mm. Um, This Forbes article cites a researcher named Angela Duckworth, and she is the fucking authority on grit. Uh, We're going to mention her again here in a little bit. But she's quoted saying that achievement is the product of talent and effort. The latter is a function of intensity, direction, and duration of one's exertions towards a long-term goal. So... She used lots of big words, and I love people that use big words, even Mm. if I can't say them right all the time, because I talk for a living, and when you talk for a living, you're bound to fucking mispronounce shit.
0: (laughs) Whatever it is. I don't care. We're human. I don't give a shit. Imagine.
1: We talk for 30 straight minutes. Of course, I'm going to fucking piss a word down my leg every now and then. But what she's saying is, like, show up and do the thing. And if you show up and do the thing for long enough, you're going to be fucking surprised at what happens and how close you get to that long-term goal.
0: Absolutely. And if you have not read the book, random I know outliers by Malcolm Gladwell go ahead and do that because it talks a lot about this very fucking thing in order to be a professional at something you can't just assume or not try in order to be a professional in the top of the top of the top you need 10,000 hours on average to be the expert in that field yep so what does that tell you it takes work
1: (laughs) We reached professional level at this job like seven years ago probably. Like and we've been doing it for a while, but like Exactly. It it takes a long time to be that fucking person.
0: And you don't get that by not showing up. Yeah. And you also don't know, again, just to reiterate, what you're good at or what some of the things you aren't as good at are until you actually try to do the thing. So Mm -hmm. just as we mentioned with conscientiousness, people with grit understand that you need a baseline time commitment to excel at something. That's why brought up malcolm gladwell yep boom Yep. practice has to have a purpose and this is where long-term goals come into play we've talked about goals to like on i feel like every single mental health check episode because it's that fucking important they yeah. help to build the framework and help to bring value to your long-term efforts which helps build drive sustainability Ooh, get out your bingo card passion courage, and stamina, a.k.a. grit.
1: There you go. Now you have your definition for grit, kind of. We're going to explain yes. it a little bit more here in a second because there's there's a couple different like iterations of grit, and they all basically break down to be the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. But depending on who you ask, there's different criteria. Yeah. Um, so the fourth question, how about your resilience? Got resilience? Um, you're going to stumble, and resilience is what you need to dust yourself off and stand back up after you hit the dirt. Mm. Um, it's a combination of optimism, creativity, and confidence – And it helps you assess and attack situations after they blow up in your face. Now... We as humans are pretty much bred to be resilient motherfuckers at this point because look where we are. Yeah. Like, it's it's just Hello. an ongoing battle.
0: And we live in America.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, when people tell you that you're resilient, sometimes, like, yes, it's a compliment. Other times when people are like, man, you talk about what happened after Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. You guys are so resilient. Yeah, but we shouldn't fucking have to be.
0: You had to be. because And yeah. that's part of the human condition. Yeah. Part of, like... But you were getting at like being a human being we're built that way to mm-hmm. be resilient. And sometimes it's a blessing and sometimes it can be a curse because it it could be be very traumatic.
1: Yeah. It's a double, I mean, there's two sides to Mm -hmm. every coin and resilience is definitely one of those things. Like it can be a gift, but it can also be a fucking curse. Oh yeah. Um, but here we're going to talk about it as a motivational, it's, we're using it to propel you forward. So we're talking about it in the positive way. Um, but when we talk about resilience, that's always an important point to make because you use that word around certain people and they will get upset because they'll think that you don't know what it means.
0: Yep. Um,
1: so resilience is the powering mechanism that draws your head up. It moves you forward and helps you persevere despite whatever obstacles you face along the way. So in other words, gritty people believe that everything's going to be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, then it's not the end yet.
0: Right. A thousand percent. Um, and I think sometimes when you, like, we talk a lot about taking time to reflect, um, Mm -hmm. and things like that. And so Mm -hmm. when you look back at things, like I think about work a lot. Um, I know this is shocking, Um, (laughs) but I was thinking about this the other day, actually, because I'll be down at, uh, by the time this podcast airs, the College World Series in Omaha will have just been coming to an end, and um, about how at one point in my life, I was like, I do not want to do sports at all anymore. Mm -hmm. But I had to fall and stumble and claw a little bit to get to where I am right now, and In those moments, I had to remind myself, okay, well, I'm going to land where I need to land and it's going to be just fine. Yeah. You have to believe that because I know that shit gets hard sometimes and things can be really brutal in in life. And if you just keep it in the back of your mind, okay, I am going to get through this and the next thing is going to be the big thing. Yep. You just have to, I don't know. Sorry, food for thought. (laughs) I was just (laughs) thinking about that the other day and I'm like, epic timing for this.
1: But that was funny because I responded to that tweet and I was like, dude, we said we weren't going to do a lot of shit that we're doing these days. (laughs) Like, It also depends on your situation. Your situation is always fluid. It's always going to change. So if it feels right, and even though you said you're never going to fucking do it again, do it. If it feels right, roll with it.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: But yeah, when we talk about resilience in this situation, it's just about like picking yourself up and pushing yourself forward again. Because again, Mm. we've said it a million times, motivation is fleeting.
0: Oh yeah. Discipline
1: and resilience are what are going to get you to where you want to be.
0: And if you want to apply it to not, you know, super serial things, but Mm -hmm. like fitness and nutrition, like think about, think about that. Think about how resilient you are there. I don't, I cannot think of a single person off, the top of my head in any way, shape, or fashion, who is not resilient on a fitness and a nutrition journey. Yeah. I can't think of a single one.
1: You have to, you have to flex with that shit. You got to roll yeah. with the punches. You got to do what makes sense at the time to get the goal that you want. Like that's yeah. resilience embodied right there.
0: Yes, for sure. So the fifth question here is, do you understand excellence versus perfection? Ooh. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> Hashtag targeting.
1: I mean, Um, yes, (laughs) Pharaoh, I don't know if I want to (laughs) answer. Do you
0: seek perfection? If the answer is yes, you may not have grit. Perfection is excellence's cousin, Um, it's unforgiving and inflexible. Mm -hmm. So basically, as we've said before, it's not realistic. Nobody's perfect. No. There are times that perfection is absolutely necessary. Uh, Necessary, excuse me. But in general, it's usually someone else's idea of what's ideal.
1: Yeah. So we're going to talk about like a brain surgeon, like doing brain surgery. Yes. Yes. You need to be fucking perfect. But like at the same time, your fitness goals, your body does not need to look like that Instagram person that you follow who does CrossFit for six hours a day.
0: Yes. And again, just to reiterate, nine times out of 10, the people that are trying to prescribe you a certain workout thing when it's like seems very broad brush. Or they're posting, this is what I eat in a day and I look like this. (sighs) You're not going to look like that. And you're going to stumble. And I guarantee you those people that are doing that do not eat like that all the fucking time. They're posting that shit to make it seem like they are perfect, but they are not fucking perfect. Perfectionism can lead to anxiety and is linked to it. Low self-esteem, OCD, anal retentiveness, substance abuse, depression, just to name a few things. Why, why are we doing why, this episode why, too? Why, why, why is, is that this question a, in here? Why is why that why, list
1: in my life? Why, why is like, this in here? Like that entire sentence, I am completely attacked. I'm like, wow, I'll, I'll take That's wise. why I threw everything. anal
0: retentive in there. I am not. Very, I don't have
1: OCD, though. I don't have OCD. I'm really anal retentive. I'm very particular, but yes. I do not have OCD. I have everything else on yeah. that. Fuck it. I'll take yeah. everything else, though. But think about Cherry's it. Cherry's so Jubilee, and that's it.
0: When, when the <laughs> idea of perfectionism, like even the word, doesn't it give you a little bit of anxiety? Just saying it out loud?
1: makes my asshole type <laughs> Like <laughs> uh, perfectionism. No, I don't like yeah, that.
0: It's, it's, it can be brutal. And that's why it is excellence's cousin mm-hmm. because excellence and perfectionism are very different things. We're going to tell you what excellence is.
1: So excellence is an attitude. Um, it's not the plan of attack. It's not the strategy to get you to the, to the end point. Um, humans with grit don't want perfection because they know that it's not attainable. Mm. Um, but they definitely do want to be at the head of the class. There's a difference. Yep. You can strive to be fucking perfect, or you can strive to be the best person in the room, and they are two completely different things. Yes. Um, you could be the best person in the room because you are a perfectionist, but nine times out of ten, there are ways that you're, you're going to sabotage yourself by being a perfectionist, be it, you know, through inadvertent ways like having imposter syndrome mm. or <laughs> any of that shit. Like You missed
0: that one. That was last month's yee! mental health chat.
1: Yeah. Um, well acquainted with that one, too. Mm-hmm. You don't even know how mentally broken I am. I hide a lot of it. <laughs> um, but anyway. I just
0: put it all out there.
1: Yeah. We talk about a lot of it,
0: but we don't talk about all, all of it. it. Yeah.
1: Um, but humans with grit don't want perfection, again, because they know it's not realistic, but they mm-hmm. definitely want to excel. Yes. Um, there's a difference between wanting to excel and wanting to be this like monolith Idea on a pedestal. Perfect. Yeah. These people are always seeking, striving, and finding, and they're never stopping. So mm-hmm. if you're one of those people that's always poking to be like, okay, well, that's the answer, but why is that the answer? Mm-hmm. If you're a Google sleuth, you might
0: have grit. And, and how, do we, how do we get to the next evolution of what that is? Yeah. Yeah. So, what is grit? Uh, grit is part of the growth mindset, and we've talked a lot about it, um, however, maybe briefly before in previous mental health checks. But TLDR here's what the growth mindset is a growth mindset means that you thrive on a challenge and you don't see failure as a way to describe yourself, but as a springboard for growth and developing your abilities. Your intelligence and talents are all susceptible to growth
1: this all comes from humbling yourself and being willing to learn
0: mm-hmm. and being
1: willing to listen and to be willing to take chances on shit that you're not sure that you're actually going to be able to do but you're going to fucking try it yeah. anyway
0: change is terrifying learning it new sh- shit is terrifying doing new shit is terrifying
1: oh. is there anything more frightening than the first day at a new job i For think me, it that depends. shit's terrifying i can't I mean, if it's people you know, like here, yeah, it was fine. Because it's all that's people what I'm that I've saying, known forever. And I can't,
0: but I'm trying to say, like my very, very first job, oh, hell yeah. My first
1: full-time oh, my radio God. job, I literally turned the lights off in the studio and cried during the <laughs> afternoon show because I was so freaked out. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am yeah. I here? Why did they give me this job? Well, stupid, it's because you're good at your job and you're competent. Right. Because <laughs> I call myself stupid, but like... Don't be, I say that to myself. It's like, don't be a dummy. Mm. You're being a dumbass right now. You know that that's not the answer, but you're telling yourself anyway. That's dumb, dumbass shit right there. Don't <laughs> be that person. But um, the first person that we ever heard talk about the growth mindset was Dr. Carol Dweck from Stanford University almost 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, she studied the behavior of students and kids, and this is where the term growth mindset was born.
0: This mindset means that you believe that you have the talent to improve yourself through hard work and the help from others.
1: Yeah. And again, you, you, I know everybody wants to think that they're self-sufficient, that they're an island, that they can do everything themselves, but this isn't true.
0: Oh, Lord. I, I can't tell you. I was thinking about this the other day. Again,
1: thinking about work all the poking, fucking time. Poking your brain today.
0: But I, w- I was just thinking about how like somebody said something to me that was like, oh, we couldn't do this without you. And I was like, you no, know, I couldn't do it without the team. Yeah, The team further propels me to be better at what I do. Yeah, That's kind of the shit in like the evolutionary mind. Yeah. Shit we're talking about here
1: and like be willing to work with others if oh, they're yeah. if they're your peers give them a chance they might not do things the same way that you do them but give them a chance to at least show you what they know how to do mm-hmm. and then decide whether or not you know like it's worth continuing the relationship but Give people a chance to show you what they can do. As someone who has been passed over a lot of times, just because I was that weird, quiet kid that nobody wanted to mm. talk to, I was also one of the funniest and smartest fucking girls that you would ever talk to in any of the classrooms that I was in. Like, yeah. people were like, "Oh, you're not a bitch, you're hilarious." My life is that fucking Amazon commercial where Medusa buys the sunglasses and oh, yeah. Chun Li is the song in the background. Like, seriously, you you don't know what you don't know, and you can't fucking know Remember, something I think about that somebody.
0: Age old. Thing that people say a lot. Something about like books cliche. and covers. Yeah,
1: <laughs> something about. It's books It's almost and like that's true. You, yeah, weird. Yeah, weird. Cliche. Weird. Funny things that are true. But yes. anyway, Doctor Dweck says that the growth mindset is based on the belief that your basic qualities are things that you can cultivate through your efforts. So that means that these are all things that you can acquire and work on, Mm -hmm. that you can get a skill, that you can grow said skill. Although people may differ in every which way in their initial talents and aptitudes, interests, temperaments, whatever, everyone, everyone, no matter who you are, what type of personality you have, whatever obstacles you have to overcome, everyone can change and grow through application and experience. Boom. Now, whether or not someone actually gives you the opportunity to do that is a different story.
0: Yes, absolutely. But,
1: like everybody has the ability to do it. Yes, so, so you can do it if you're like, you oh, can. this is bullshit. No, you can no, do it. You
0: can do it. I mean, you just have. I mean, you have to put forth effort, and sometimes that do can be, or do yeah. not. There exactly. is no
1: try. Exactly.
0: What is that from?
1: <laughs> I think Yoda says it in Star Wars. <laughs>
0: Do not come for me, but I have never watched a single Star I might have Wars just movie. Yoda. I will not. I'm not going to. But anyway, here are a few tips to it develop is. Do or do or
1: do not. There is no try. Okay, I quoted. Couldn't I couldn't think quoted of his name. Correctly.
0: Baby Yoda's cute. I crocheted a few of those. Anyway,
1: Baby Yoda. <laughs>
0: Star Wars. Mm. I can okay, Whatever.
1: I, 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 I love Star Wars. I'm sorry that you don't like Star Wars. It's, it's not that I
0: don't. I just never have, have never had any interest in it. That's okay. And as it's grown in popular demand, I have less interest in it. You I'm should, one of those fucking watch, people. You should
1: watch the first three movies. They're yeah, actually really good. Luke Skywalker's a whiny bitch, but he's a teenage boy, and that's the point.
0: Okay. Well,
1: it's a good story.
0: Here's a. Here are a few
1: tips. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to convince Sasha to watch Star Wars in the middle of our podcast right now. It's fine. It's fine. Growth
0: mindset. Here are some tips. Um, A. Listen to the voice inside of you. The good one. Don't let the nice one. Yeah, the nice one that hypes you up. Don't let the intrusive negative thoughts derail you before you even try. That's called a fixed mindset voice and it's bad news bears. Don't let the little hoopla guy in the background
1: yell hoopla. Yes. Drown that shit out. You don't need to listen to it. It's not contributing to anything positive in your life. So drown that shit out. Mm -hmm. Recognize that you have a voice. You know that the negative voice is dissuading you from trying, but it's up to you whether or not you're actually going to listen to it. Welcome back to another therapy trick. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like flip the script on your own internal dialogue. That's a really important move.
0: So another tip would be talk back to yourself with a positive growth oriented voice. This is like one of the best things that you can learn how to do. Uh-huh. Talk back to your internal dialogue with a new angle. We've talked about this all the time, flipping the script, say things like, I'm not sure I can do it, but it's worth a try. That's more positive than saying I can't. Yeah. Um, or if I don't try, it's an automatic failure. Ugh. And I've said that one, you know.
1: That's to myself my favorite a lot. one. If you don't yeah. fucking do it, you're automatically, you automatically fail.
0: failed. Um, this helps you drown out the negative noise that mm-hmm. we were just talking about. And you get better at it with time. Again, yeah. this stuff takes time to work on. It's not going to, it's not easy. Um, and it doesn't happen overnight. It's no. like a repetitive thing that becomes a habit and just a new behavior, and a one healthier the, one.
1: One of the ways that it got to stick in my brain um, long-term was I had a therapist that was like, well, how would you say that to to one of your friends? Mm. And it's like, "God damn it, you're going to do this again, huh? You're going to yeah. say, how are you going to be nice to your friends? Well, be fucking nice to yourself like you are to your friends. Yeah. Why are you always doing this to me? <laughs> I'm garbage. Nobody should be nice to me, especially me. But like... <laughs> That's something that they'll tell you in therapy a lot is to flip the script. And you do have to practice. And I know it sounds weird that you're going to practice talking to yourself and that you think you're going to feel like you're weird. It's okay. You're not going to know how to do something unless you fucking practice it.
0: Yep. Exactly.
1: Practice. um, That actually is our next point. You know the saying, it makes perfect, but put yourself in challenging scenarios to help practice your new mental skills. Now, it doesn't have to be actual scenarios. You don't have to go get yourself into a fucking fight to see how you're going to talk yourself out of (laughs) it. We're talking about hypothetical situations or like things like trying a new hobby. Mm Mm-hmm stuff like that yeah um find outside help and when we talk about that we're not saying like oh my god you need help but like this is a long weird journey so don't go it alone you need to Mm -hmm. have at least one mentor or confidant to walk this fucking journey with you yeah be it fitness be it nutrition be it your job be it anything life yeah like don't fucking go it alone ever take the canteen and take a friend and go fucking walk into the dark forest yeah come out the other side Um, you're going to need a shoulder to cry on or an ear to talk to from time to time, especially when shit gets hard. Mm -hmm. So make sure that that person is someone that you trust and someone that you, that you look up to that you'll actually listen to their advice. Um, there is a lot
0: super important. It's
1: very important. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say this and this, if you know me and you're listening to this podcast, I might out myself, but like. My amount of how much I'm willing to listen to you is directly linked to how much I respect you.
0: Yeah. Thousand percent. Uh, Do I respect percent. you?
1: Okay. I'll listen to your criticism. Yeah. Do I, would I not piss on your head if it were on fire? I don't give a fuck what you think.
0: Yep. <laughs> like, sorry. The, that's the other thing, too. Like, I say this all the time now because it was said once or read it once w- somewhere. And I think I've said it a few times on these mental health check episodes. But pretty much what this says to me. So, like, if you're going to go to somebody and you're venting to them, one, okay, you should probably ask for permission yes. first because it's hey, respectful. Hey, need
1: to vent. Is that okay? Is yes, all you have to say.
0: Exactly. But this is one of those things where I'm like, okay, well, am I going to go to that person and just vent? Because nine times out of ten... This sounds so shitty. I'm just going to out myself. I'll go vent to a person that I don't necessarily respect because I just need to get it out.
1: Yeah, you just need to yell about it. You don't need them to help you. Don't solve need it. you
0: to help me. Just need you to be an ear hole. Yeah. Um, you know, you it just happens. have to kind of. But that's OK. That like
1: stuff. everybody. You know what? I don't think that's shitty because I feel like everybody has people strategically placed in their lives for certain things. And mm. we all need that vent person.
0: Oh, yeah. For sure,
1: everybody in my life is event person. Yeah. If you hang out with me long enough, sorry. But
0: but going back to like what you were just saying, like the respect thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't want their advice though. Probably
1: no, yeah, no. And if, if I you,
0: what and the quote I was talking about was like, if you're going to, why I was saying this was, if you're going to go to somebody and you're just venting, but you're not presenting any kind of uh, resolution, you're just bitching, mm-hmm. and that's fine to do. If you're
1: allowed. Just it's don't do it enough. all the time. Exactly. Like. <laughs> Make sure that you're tying up your loose ends and handling your shit and mm-hmm. doing some occasional yeah. bitching in between. Like yeah, bitching sure. is totally allowed. Don't, yes. don't take that as like, we're n- you're not allowed no. to complain because trust me, <laughs> it just good, changed my good perspective bitch for loves a little bit. A good complain session, however.
0: <laughs> for sure. Um, also replace the word failing with learning. Mm-hmm. Spin that fucking shit into a positive. Just because it blew up in your face on this attempt doesn't mean that it's going to be like that next time.
1: What happens every time you fail something? You always learn something. This isn't placating mm. yourself. You're not giving yourself lip service to make yourself feel better. Like this is an actual fact. Replace the word failing with learning because every fucking time yeah. we fail, we fail for a reason and we learn. You can't from
0: get it. better. At, we've said this before on a, a mental health check episode. You cannot, in my opinion, in our opinion, get better at something without failing. Mm-hmm. At le- it doesn't have to be a massive failure. It could be little failures along the way. Yeah. There are a lot of things, especially in my professional career, that I, if I had not failed at them first, I wouldn't have learned a fucking thing.
1: I would have never remembered to load the logs into the station computer downstairs every day had I not accidentally forgot to load the logs in one night and got a call from my boss at midnight because all that was airing was commercials. Mm-hmm. It happens. Did I feel like an idiot? Yes. Am I the first fucking person to ever do it? No. Mm-hmm. Was it the only time I ever did it? Yes. Yeah. Like it's okay to fail. Yes. You're going to feel like an idiot. That's part of it. But as long as you, part of life. you, you, you <laughs> hi, I'm an idiot for, <laughs> for money. Like I have made my, enti- I've built my entire career about being around being a jackass. Like you can totally be an idiot. It's fine. But like take something away from it that's meaningful mm. every time.
0: Yeah. A lesson.
1: Cause otherwise if you don't take a lesson away from f- that failure, you're just going to feel defeated and you're not going to want to try anymore.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. so, so when, by spinning it it helps Yeah, not sit in that Yeah, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp uh, we talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK and we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp that's H-E-L-P can help you if you're looking for counseling online it's super convenient you can start communicating in under 48 hours it is not a crisis line it's not self help it is professional counseling done securely online it's amazing I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year, to address some of your issues if you're having some, Um, and BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. Um, You can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule a weekly video or phone session, so you won't ever have to sit In an uncomfortable waiting room, no one likes those, Um, waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, We've talked about that before, too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to um, and talk through some things. It's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit com. That's H-E-L-P slash M-T-K. Um, and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of Meathead Test Kitchen. You get ten percent off of your first month at BetterHelp.com/MTK. So if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help, please check out BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P.com/MTK and get ten percent off of your first month today. Stop seeking approval from others. Whew. Please, Woo! for the love. Um, we talk about this from time to time from experience. Um, try not to compare yourself to others. We say that all of the time, as you usually don't have the full context of the situation. We had a whole entire episode on having your own context. Yep. You can do whatever the hell you want to do in your life, but always remember that that is your context in your own life. So seeing somebody else or judging somebody else for doing that or vice versa, they don't know your context. That is the one thing they cannot take away from you. But... When you're seeking approval from others, that's taking away from you.
1: Yes, yeah,
0: you're giving your power away.
1: You're a, you're giving your power away. B, you're sabotaging yourself and not even honoring who you really are. Yep, <clears throat> that's that's really the bad thing about people pleasing and trying to keep up with the Joneses.
0: Yep, a hundred percent. It's, it's like, can you, I think back to like my early twenties. Oh my God. I was so mm, approval seeking from everyone. Well, I thought
1: we worked in broadcasting and it we wasn't were in twenties. It wasn't
0: even that. It no? was just where I was at in life. I mm. needed the approval from others so fucking desperately. I didn't even have an identity because I had, I just lived and thrived off of the approval of others.
1: My identity was just being wasted all the time.
0: <laughs> that was part of it. <laughs> Like, you for know real. what?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I realized that alcohol was a lot of the problems as to why I wanted to prove myself to be so fucking cool all the time. Mm-hmm. But like when you are a, a public figure of any caliber, be a local, be a national, if you're an international superstar, you always have a fucking chip on your shoulder just because of the industry that you work in. Um, And now that the internet is around, like you see so much, I'm going to call it noise because it's what it is. You see so much, it's like intrusive thoughts going on Instagram and scrolling through like your suggested feed is like the visual version of having intrusive thoughts. Um, And
0: I refuse to do it.
1: I don't do it. Like there's a reason that I only follow like 150 people on Instagram. It's not that I don't like you. It's not that I don't appreciate that you follow me, but I am not a follow for follow kind of person because I can't handle that much input. It will fucking bug me. Yeah. It will bring me down because I'm busy seeing what everyone else is doing just cuz I'm bored at the time. Right. Like don't put yourself in that situation um from two people that are very well versed in knowing <laughs> about
0: that. Yeah.
1: Don't be someone you're not. Um, Not only is it really unfulfilling, it's a lot of work. Um, It requires a lot of not being truthful most of the time because you're not being someone that you really are. Um, And I don't know if you know this, but telling a lie to cover up a lie is a lot of fucking work because it just snowballs into... Like, I lived with compulsive liars growing up. That's all I knew how to do. And it took me until I was in my mid-20s and I nuked a really good friendship over something where I... I needed the chaos. I wanted the approval of my friends. So I got in on a shit talking session oh, that I yeah. probably shouldn't have got in on. And it ruined a friendship.
0: I cannot tell you how many relationships that I have ruined because I needed the approval from others all the time, but only knew how to thrive in chaos. Mm-hmm. I only knew how to thrive in it. I didn't know any other way. So I self-sabotage everything all of the time.
1: Yep. And, and
0: I th- think that approval seeking behavior a lot of times goes hand in hand with self sabotage.
1: Mm-hmm. It does. I think it I mean I just, there's probably more psychology behind it. Oh, yeah. But like I think it's also very closely linked to like your low self esteem. If yes. you have low self esteem, which yeah. we had in spades at that point, like still do sometimes. Sometimes yes, very much so. Absolutely. Um but I know how to keep myself in check now at yeah. least. Um But yeah, like don't, don't be a people pleaser. Don't be someone you're not. Uh, It's, it's not fucking worth it. Like it's not fun. Absolutely. Your friends aren't going to be your friends for who you actually are. They're your friends for this fucking fake version of yourself that you're portraying. And that's a problem. Yes. Because you can't do that forever. No, you can't. It's (laughs) exhausting. It is exhausting and it's not fun. It's stressful. Um, But take growth mindset action. You need to follow through on the stuff that's important. Like we talk about giving a shit about stuff a lot. This is that. Sometimes you may not always pull it off, but that's okay. You gave your best effort. You're going to practice your growth mindset, positive self-talk, and you're going to fucking follow through next time on your promises and get the goddamn thing done. That's how you get to the growth mindset mm. that you always hear so much about.
0: I think one of the turning points in my life, um, just in in terms of kind of figuring out some of these things that we're talking about, was our conversation on this podcast with Bama Burr. Mm-hmm. Um, And if you haven't listened to that I've thought about her this
1: entire episode and how we need to do a growth mindset (laughs) episode. (laughs) Um, But
0: something that she said really stuck with me. Uh, One of them being taking into consideration the things that you're doing in your life and if those are getting you further to or further away from Mm -hmm. your goals. But the other thing was showing up when you say you're going to show up. So my whole entire goal for the next year after she was on our podcast was... Following through on the things I said I was going to do to the best of my ability. Life fucking happens sometimes. It's not going to be a hundred percent, but doing the things that you say you're going to do. Yeah. Following through on the promises and appearances and whatever. I understand that sometimes you don't fucking want to go out for coffee. That's totally fine. But not avoiding people and making excuses because you think they're going to get mad at you. Yeah. Things like that. So like just I anymore just for self-preservation will not commit to something unless I know for certain I can follow through on it.
1: But we're also recovering people pleasers. So that is a very important boundary yes. that has had to been set. Yes. Um, yeah. No, like I used to be that person that would always respond right away with mm. a yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Now I wait and you'll know, you'll know if you're in how quick I respond. <laughs> like if Sasha's like, yo dude, we got to do this. I'm like, fuck, of course. Instantly. But like if someone's like, hey, you want to help me move a couch next week? Mm. And I'm like, hmm, I could sit at home, smoke CBD and play video games Saturday afternoon instead. I think I'm going to do that.
0: Right. Sorry.
1: Like it's 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 up to you. Yeah. You are the master of your destiny. And we've said that a million times on a bunch of different fucking episodes of this podcast. But again, it's true. Like yeah. you are the one that makes the decisions for you. Yep. You're the boss.
0: Exactly. So all of this to say why this is important. Mm -hmm. There's a fantastic article by psychology today about grit and how to grow it. It comes from, um, it's long. (laughs) It is. Yeah.
1: Link is in the show notes.
0: Yes. We uh, make sure that we link all of the things that we use uh, for as you know, part of, Preparing for these episodes. So it comes with a complete list of 20 ways to grow your grits, but we're not going to do another long ass list because we just did one. But if you want to see that full (laughs) list, again, it's linked in the show notes.
1: It is a good list. It's worth looking through. It's short, but like if Sasha and I do 20 more things and then talk about 20 more things, we're going to be here for 40 more minutes. Yeah. Um, So yeah. Remember Angela Duckworth? We mentioned her earlier. So she wrote an entire ass book about grit and she says that grit is, quote, the embodiment of several characteristics, commitment, intention stick-to-itiveness resilience and persistence those five things are the most important components that will give you grit she also goes on to say that grit will trump talent every time let me say that again (laughs) grit will trump talent every time it doesn't matter how talented you are if you don't practice and you don't hone your skill talent only gets you so far yep you can't grow your talent if you're not pushing yourself to grow your talent.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, talent is fixed. It stays pretty constant throughout life, but grit can be developed and strengthened through intentional practices, mm. all of which we just talked about. Those yes. are all intentional practices.
0: Exactly. So if you
1: want to look up ways to be like more positive, look at setting intentions. Um, that's a good place to start.
0: Yes. Yep. And you we covered that on a few a few episodes. Yeah. Um, It wasn't the last one, but the two prior to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And we do these every single month. So just go back to May and April. Um, So grit matters when shit gets hard. It really fucking does. And I don't know if you've noticed or if you haven't been listening to the mental health checks lately, (laughs) but we're all burned out. We're all fucking tired. So this would be those times when things are fucking hard. We need grit now more than we ever have needed it.
1: Seriously, like no joke. Grit is linked to Mm self-control. And um, we've mentioned that loosely before, but... Self-control is needed in your fitness journey, but it's also needed in life. Like, if you don't have control over your own ship, what are you doing? Like, you don't know where you're going if you're not running the helm, right? Mm -hmm. So make sure that you've got your shit in check. You know where you're going and what you're doing. Grit is what's going to push you through the plateaus. It's going to push you through the shitty training sessions. It's what makes you show up on the days where you have period cramps and you don't feel like going to the gym. It's that flame that burns inside of you. Stoke that motherfucker often,
0: Mm -hmm. as often as you can. Like seriously, we talk about this quite frequently, but on the days that you don't want to go and you go fucking anyway, and you know, it's probably going to be a shitty workout. That's grit.
1: That's great. Even that's if that you only fire. went and took a mile walk because your ovaries feel like they're going to fall out of your body. Still you still fucking went.
0: did it. You showed up for yourself. Yeah. Remember that every single win in your life, big small or minuscule are all still fucking wins. Mm-hmm. If those are the things that you can start focusing on to keep propelling you forward and keep stoking that grit flame, keep fucking doing that shit. Yep. Show the fuck up again. Like Sadie said, you are the driver of the fucking bus. Yeah. This is the your ship. fucking show. Yes. Like,
1: you are the one that's running it. And if you're not running it, no one's running it. And that's where things can be problematic. Yes.
0: You can get derailed pretty fucking quick.
1: Yeah. Speaking from
0: experience. Yes. That's why we do these. Um, show notes. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're not, again, we're not therapists. <laughs> no, we are not. We, we are just, just two people with a lot of fucking emotional baggage that have been to quite a bit of therapy. fucked up
0: a lot. Yeah. Um, so if you ever have any questions, want to scream into the void, want anything from us, have any questions again um send us an email at hello at meathead make sure that you're following us on the socials we post stuff all of the time we're at meatheadtestkitchen test kitchen everywhere except for twitter where we are at MTK's mtk staff FIF. almost forgot because they um, won't
1: let us it's like they have like I one know. character too long and i was like well we could be meathead test kitchen
0: but that's not fun. No. Also the full length episodes are now on YouTube. So yes. go check those out if you're one of those folks that likes to have it up on the YouTubes while you're doing stuff about the house.
1: Which thank you our YouTube views have like yeah. been going up significantly. Appreciate it. So appreciate that you like watching our stupid faces yeah. while we talk about shit every week. <laughs> Today you got to watch me itch my nose a lot because yeah. my allergies are killing me. Just fantastic. <laughs> um I and I keep otter
0: clapping. Otter so clap. if you listen to last episode, you otter know what that's clap. from. Um, our show notes, meal prep, tips, recipes, and a lot fucking more stuff. We've got Amazon gadgets and shit like yeah. that on there um, on our Amazon storefront. All of that can be found at MeatHeadTestKitchen.com. Um, again, send us an email if you'd like. Hello at com. Grab some fucking merch,
1: brah. Yeah. Summer's here. Sun's out, guns out, bitches. Yeah. We've got tank tops. We've got t-shirts that you can cut into crop tops. We've got all that shit. Yes. Um, it's it's like $20 each. Like our merch is actually really reasonably priced and really fucking good.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for real. Um, If you're looking for training programming, uh, we have three out right now. They are at Mm MeatheadAthletics.com. Sadie has limited spots available for fitness and nutrition coaching um, services, which you can also find at MeatheadAthletics.com. So make sure that you are fucking taking care of your brains, please, for the love of... Of Spaghetti Monster. Please. Please take care of your brain. It is important yes. more now than ever. Remember, we fucking love you.
1: And if you need to reach out for help, we'll have resources tagged in our show notes. Yes. Um, we're always here if you need us when shit gets hard. Like we, we actually do get messages from people from time to time when it's like, yo, I need to fucking talk to somebody. And it's like, yeah, I'm glad to do it. Like,
0: yes we are here
1: throw that shit over here yep. let's talk about it we
0: will it. help you find resources or just be an ear for that venting session you, that you matter
1: need. god damn it
0: hell fucking yeah and
1: it's true i know it sounds cheesy but you fucking matter and we appreciate that you're here so don't fucking leave because we ain't done yet
0: no we ain't
1: take care of your brain we love you Me head test kitchen out join sadie and sasha Every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. Ahura Media Production.